Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. Abraham, y'all remember he was promised a child and many descendants. Remember that? So, but guess, guess what's going to happen before it happens? He's going to be offended a few times because God's going to do something that doesn't agree with Moses, excuse me, with uh, Abraham. So anyway, he goes for years, for like 13 years, and it's not happening. Then he and his wife, whose name is Sarah, came up with a plan. Actually, Sarah came up with a plan. And, um, you know, what she says, I'll, I'll just read it. It's in Genesis 16. This is her plan after they've waited. At this time, I think they've waited about 13 years. And so 16 verses 1 and 2, it says, Sarah had borne Abraham no children, but she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. So Sarah said to Abraham, you know what? The Lord has kept me from having a baby. So if God's kept me from having a baby, there must be some other way. Go into my maid as a concubine. Perhaps I'll have children by her. So Abraham did as Sarah said, right? So there it is. And guess what happens? Y'all, I, most of you probably are familiar with what happens. Um, Ishmael is born from Hagar. So here's the son that Abraham has, right? So he has this son. And when I read this story, sometimes I think, why didn't God stop that? Okay. And so he goes 13 years with Ishmael. Now with Ishmael, listen to this. Abraham has set his heart on him. Now he has formulated in his mind how God's vision is going to come to pass. It's through Ishmael. He's attached to this as this is what God's going to do. This is Abraham's plan because he's figured out how God's going to do it. And he set his heart on that thing, right? This is how God's going to do it. This is how God's going to do it. Again, so so Abraham (laughs) does this. And um, one day, God visits Abraham and says this. Look, look in chapter 17. <laughs> this is after Ishmael has grown some. He says this. He says, pr- pretty much in chapter 17, he says, um, Sarah is going to be the one that has the child. And in verse 16, I'll bless her and give you a son by her. She shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and said, Shall a child be born to a man who's 100 years old? And Sarah, who's 90 years old? And, And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Then God says, No. No, he doesn't mean I'm going to kill Ishmael. He says, no, Sarah, your wife is going to bear a son. 
I'll bless Ishmael, he says, but, but the promise isn't coming through him. I want you all to think about this. You see, he set his heart on Ishmael. And here comes God after 12, 13 years. And he says, it's not going to be through Ishmael. Abraham goes, no, no. May Ishmael live. What he's, when he's saying let Ishmael live, he's going, let Ishmael be the blessed one. Let Ishmael be the one that receives the promises. Let him be the one. And God says, no, it's going to come through Sarah. You see what God just did? God changed the path. That, I mean, he, he let Abraham be in that rut for 12 years. That's the craziest thing to me. He let that mindset develop for 12 years. And then he says, after all of that, that's not the one. That's just amazing to me. Why he didn't tell him in, at the beginning or tell him before Ishmael happened. Hey, don't go with Hagar. And then after Ishmael, he said, that's not the one. You're getting your heart in the wrong place. No, 12 years later, he says, you got to let go of that. That's not my, my dream. And you see, sometimes we get connected to something that we think is God's dream, but that's not it. We thought it was it. Uh, we looked at it. We embraced it. We, we were thinking, oh, this is God, da, 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 you know, whatever. And, and after a while, we, God <laughs> wants to bring us into something else. And guess what we have to do? We have to painfully let go of the part that God says, that wasn't part of it. That's not right. To grab hold and do things that God wants us to do. That's what he had to do. He had to let go of what was blessed, which was Ishmael. God says he's blessed him. What was his heart was connected to? It was his vision. God says, I'm going to do it differently than you thought I was going to do it. And that is so amazingly common in life. God often and so regularly ends up doing what he's going to do extremely differently than the way we thought he was going to. So you need to just be willing to change, willing, willing, willing to change, willing to see the new things that God has. So uh, then if you were to go on, you know, you, you see, um, you know, after time, after Isaac had born, been born for a while, Isaac is this child that came from Sarah. After Isaac had been born for a while, um, you know, you got this story and uh, where some, there's some conflict at home. So I want you to get this picture of what's happening now and look at the change that Abraham's going to have to embrace. So they're, they're at home and you've got um, Isaac who's growing up. He's just been weaned. Ishmael is still in the house, but there's some conflict and it bothered Sarah, the mother of the new promised child, Isaac. And um, she's concerned about the way Ishmael and his mother are in, in the family there. And um, Sarah uh, said to Abraham in verse 10 of chapter 21, Cast out this bondwoman and her child, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, namely with Isaac. And the matter was, I wish you all had your Bibles right here. The matter was what? Very what? To Abraham. Displeasing, distressing. 
Okay, so look at this. Look where we are right here. Sarah has said, get Isaac out of the house. And it says, just the thought of what she's saying is extremely distressing to him. It's offensive to him. It rubs him the wrong way. He's upset about it, right? So um, what does he do? He goes to God. And when he goes to God, what's God going to tell him? God says, don't, be, don't let this be displeasing in your sight. Don't be offended over this. Don't be upset over this. What, he says, whatever Sarah said to you, listen to her. Wow. Now, I want to just mention here what's going on. Abraham is so attached to seeing things happen a certain way. Ishmael and Isaac are going to grow up together. My children in my home, da, 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 you know, whatever. Oh, et cetera, et cetera. And then, and then Sarah says, get Ishmael out of here. Abraham's going, woman, you are way too emotional. This is wrong. This is not God. You remember the last idea you had? It was all not, I, this is not God at all. He was so upset. He was distressed at it. You know why? What she said was offensive to him. And what the amazing thing is, it was the will of God, but it rubbed him the wrong way. It so offended him. He couldn't hear it. And there we have it again. He had to have something happen where, we could, where he could hear God, you see. But, but with him, and by the way, does that not remind you a little bit about Mary and Joseph? Right? Mary. Joseph wouldn't hear Mary. Oh, that's got to be wrong. But she was right. Abraham won't hear Sarah. Oh, she's got to be wrong. No way that's right. But it was right. Why? Because what God was doing was offending their minds. But in both cases, in both cases, God showed up and let them know what his will was. He gave Joseph a dream. What, when did he give Joseph a dream? It says he gave him a dream when he was thinking about it. It says when Joseph was thinking about it, figuring it out, mulling it over before God, he goes to sleep and God gives him a dream when he's thinking about it. You see, when you bring things before God, God will speak to you. When you want to know what to do, when you're asking for direction, when you want to obey God, God will direct you. And here's Abraham. Guess what it says? He goes and he meets with God and God tells him, listen to your wife. Wow. And in both cases, these men did just what God told them. It rubbed them the wrong way. It offended them. They didn't like it. But then the word came to them because their hearts were right and they were willing to make that turn. Let me just say this. In life, you are going to be offended at certain things God does, how God does it, what happens. And at that moment, you need to go before God. You need to be willing to do whatever God says. And I guarantee you, if you are willing, if your heart is right, 
God will lead you out of where you are thinking wrong into the new place where you're aligned with what God wants you to do. But you've got to be willing to be flexible. You've got to be willing to change your plans. You've got to do things differently, perhaps, than what you thought you were going to do.